Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 130. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk about five lessons in resilience, reflections from the book Unbroken. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out all my posts, podcasts, and resources at my website at williamdparker.com. Several years ago, Oklahoma, where I live, received one of the worst blizzards in state history. Now, I live in a state that sometimes sees no snowfall during winter. So when our community was plunged into a blanket of white with drifts of three to four feet deep, roads were impassable and schools were closed. And with days of wintry weather, I had a great excuse for reading a book that I had received as a Christmas present, Unbroken, a World War II story of survival, resilience, and redemption by Laura Hildenbrand. And as I took a break from shoveling sidewalks or building snow fortresses with my kids, I was riveted by the story of a man whose life was so inspiring. And Laura Hildenbrand's seven years of research produced a book that I simply couldn't put down. Now, Unbroken has since been made into a movie, and recently I discovered the audio version published as an abridged version for adolescents. Last week, my 13-year-old son Jack and I headed out on a long road trip for fall break to visit my parents who live in West Tennessee, and we listened to the entire Unbroken story together, and the narrative was just as inspiring and moving as it was the first time. And as I've thought about the lessons that this story teaches, this week I just wanted to share five takeaways that I believe can apply to your leadership and into your life. So let's jump right in. Five lessons from a life of resilience. Number one, the suffering of others can keep your own experiences in perspective. Louis Zapparini, also known as Louis, lived a life that was so multifaceted. He was a troubled youth whose ability to run track in high school literally saved him. And in 1936, his passion propelled him at the age of 19 to Olympic fame. The same dedication provided him with a a college scholarship. And with the beginning of World War II, his dreams of entering the 1940 Olympics were canceled. And he was motivated to volunteer and become an officer and a B-27 bombardier across the Pacific Islands. Louis's story is one of unbelievable survival in combat situations and a tragedy where his down plane resulted in him surviving in the open ocean in a rubber raft for 47 days where he suffered starvation, mental anguish, the loss of comrades. And just when you think that his suffering has reached its climax, Louis is captured, and the next two years of his life are ones of imprisonment, deprivation, and beatings that only increased in agony. Now, hearing and reading a story like this 
brings startling perspective because no matter what kinds of challenges you may be facing presently, it's safe to say that if you're like me, your challenges pale when you think about the struggles that some people face when they're looking at life or death situations. It doesn't mean that your struggles or mine aren't important, but it does help to remember that often we stress about things that are temporary and trivial in light of the true struggles that others may be experiencing. And so lesson number one is that the suffering of others can often keep your own experiences in perspective. And I don't know what you're facing this week, but it's safe to say that there's probably someone you're serving who may be struggling with challenges way bigger than what you face. Number two, human dignity is one of our most valuable possessions. As strong as Louis was in his suffering and resilience, the most brutal price that he paid was the threat of losing his own personal dignity. As a captive, he maintained an inner defiance, a commitment to live, even as he was treated inhumanely by his captors. Frequent beatings, lack of adequate food, forced slavery brought incredible mental anguish, but his suffering was helped by the quiet, supportive, and often defiant ways that he and other prisoners were able to help one another. In the small ways that they were able to hold on to their dignity, even as starvation and physical suffering were costing them dearly, Louis would even comment that that physical suffering was more bearable in comparison to the humiliation of losing one's personal dignity. Louis had also been bullied as a boy, and as he was growing up, he learned to defend himself, to fight back, but the mistreatment that he experienced in captivity meant he couldn't fight back without facing death, and the indignities that he experienced at the hands of one prison guard in particular would haunt him for years, even after his release. As you think about the folks that you're serving this week, I know it goes without saying that you may have others whose stories are causing them great difficulty. And it may be difficult to understand the indignities that others face when they're victims of cruelty. And although in our school settings, bullying cannot be compared to the kinds of cruelty that Louis faced in captivity, we do have a responsibility and a charge as school leaders to preserve and protect the dignity of others, no matter what the context is. And stories like Louis are good reminders that we have a shared mission of creating environments that ensure safety, belonging, and respect, because nothing is as important as human dignity. Number three, the hand of providence is a good reminder that you are never alone. Even in his most profound moments of despair, Louis Zapparini found ways to see the hand of God in the series of events surrounding him. He found glimpses of beauty, compassion, and relief in the most inexplicable moments, like unexpected rainfalls when he was at sea without water, or the comfort of overwhelming beauty in nature, even while he was lost at sea. And more than once, he was comforted by singing voices that he heard and believed must have been angels. He also found comfort in sharing his suffering with fellow captives, And as he looked back at his life later, he was able to see how these moments of grace, even amidst the brutal suffering that he experienced, gave him a deeper perspective 
Now, no matter how much self-control that you may have in the actions influencing your life or your leadership, and no matter how much resilience we can train in those whom we serve, ultimately there are things that are beyond our control. And the realization that God's providence in our lives is always present can lead to profound gratitude. And that state of mind provides meaning for all of us and a motivation to serve others. So number three, the hand of providence is a great reminder that you're never alone. The fourth lesson from Louis' story, recovery from human suffering often requires God's sized solutions. The emotional recovery that Louis had to go through after his imprisonment took years. And even when he returned home, his turning to alcoholism almost destroyed his family and his newfound freedom. And as tragic as those turn of events were, it led to an ultimate encounter that Louis had with God through a Billy Graham crusade that caused him to come face to face with his own need for grace and forgiveness. And the amazing thing was how this newfound hope propelled him to a life of reconciliation and service to others. Louis Zapparini lived into his 90s, and the second half of his life allowed him to share his story with thousands of others. And it was his indomitable spirit and unwillingness to break that helped him survive war. But it was his acceptance of God's intervention in his life that gave him the strength to go far beyond his own strength. As you look at your life of service to others, I know that you will inevitably face obstacles that are greater than your own ability to solve by yourself. And that's the reality that all of us face. So don't forget the power that is provided to us, that surrounds us with grace, and guides us through even the most difficult moments in life. So number four, recovery from human suffering often requires God-sized solutions. And last, number five, a life of giving provides you and others with hope, redemption, and a way forward. For decades following his recovery, Louis Zapparini dedicated himself to rescuing, teaching, and mentoring young people. He found his life's mission in building a camp for boys and bringing troubled youth there. And he would share his own stories of growing up as a reckless youth, running in the Olympics, suffering as a prisoner of war, and then finding the grace to forgive. And for the rest of his life, he was committed to redeeming the lives of others. He even traveled back to Japan and met with the prison guards from whose hands he had suffered and offered them forgiveness. In your service to others, you often serve them knowing that you live in relative peace compared to the kinds of suffering that a war captive would go through like Louis Zapparini. But that doesn't mean that your story doesn't have lessons of its own. You have faced challenges and overcome obstacles that can provide lessons of reflection for those around you. And so don't forget that your story also can provide hope for others. So number five, a life of giving is what provides others with hope, redemption, and a way forward. So let's wrap this up. As my son Jack and I drove along the roads to Tennessee, surrounded by the turning leaves of autumn, we kept pausing the story of Unbroken and talking about the perspective of life during World War II. I was even surprised by my son commenting how impressed he was with Hillenbrand's ability to catch even the smallest details in her descriptions and tell such a compelling story. And it's stories that often shape our understanding of the world. 
Stories like Unbroken help us to place ourselves into the minds of someone else whose resolve and resilience are greater than anything we can imagine in our own experience. But no matter what your experiences have been, they've also shaped you. And sometimes the most difficult moments that we face can either tempt us to despair or motivate us towards empathy and compassion for others. My hope is that no one ever has to encounter the kinds of sufferings like Louis Zamperini faced. But it is inevitable that all of us experience trials and difficulties at some point, even small ones. And as you do, let stories like his remind you that you also need grace and redemption to influence your ability to move forward, that we each need mindsets that keep us focused on how we can serve others, how we can come along others and help them learn resilience, provide them with hope, and give them reasons why they can remain unbroken. So now it's your turn. How have you learned to help build resilience even in the face of hard times? And then how can you turn those lessons into opportunities to teach others in ways that they can learn resilience? I want you to think about this week, the teachers and the students who are in your care and how how they need encouragement. And what is just one thing that you can do today that can cultivate an environment that safeguards the dignity of others by teaching them to be resilient? Well, that's it for this week. If you found this post helpful, please share it with others. And if you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out all my posts at my website at williamdparker.com. If you'd like to stay connected via social media, you can find me at Twitter at WilliamDP, at Instagram at William underscore D underscore Parker. And you can always reach out to me by email at my email address, will at WilliamDParker.com. Until next time, thanks for the work that you do as a school leader, because what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon.